This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 409 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. For the entire universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. I am Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky. And today we have back with us Dr. Tanya Cubitt. Uh, She's a native of Queensland, Australia, and she's been on with us many times before talking about nutrition and things healthy for your horses. Uh, she has a Master of Science and Doctor of Philosophy degrees in equine nutrition and reproduction in at Virginia Tech, she was. And she, of course, is a regular contributor to the Jumping Radio Show. This tip is taken off of Jumping Radio Show num- episode number 52. Hope you enjoy this tip, and it'll be right here after this word from Equestrian Collections. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips at a price you can afford. You normally think of Equestrian Collections when it's time for a new wardrobe. Well, there are so much more than just a clothing provider. Equestrian Collections also carries a complete line of spring grooming tools, including oster clippers, brushes, shampoos, rain and fly sheets, and so much more. The next time you need to buy anything for your horse or for you, type in equestriancollections.com first and check out the vast selection and terrific prices. Well, we talked last time about uh, feeding fat, and I think this time you're going to take this to the next step and talk about uh, the omega-3 and 6 fatty acids that we need to consider in our diet. I I am. I think there's been a lot of question over the last few years about omega-3 versus omega-6 fatty acids and what's good and what's not good and what contains them, etc. Adverts have really focused on... Uh, the use of omega-3 supplements for horses usually. Um, flaxseed meal is very high, different uh, types of vegetable oil or fish oil. Studies in humans have found many health benefits from the supplementation of omega-3 fatty acids in, in human diets. We still, um, while well, research benefits for horses have not we have really not done as much research. There certainly has been some um, potential benefits shown from feeding omega-3 fatty acids to horses. Um, now, the way I kind of explain omega-3 versus omega-6 fatty acids, anytime you hear the word essential in front of a nutrient, it means that you need to feed it to the animal or to yourself um, that your body can't actually make it. So both omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids are essential. Both of them are very important. Um, but it's the, their role, and some fats have higher amounts of the omega-6 fatty acids versus the 3, and we know that omega-3 fatty acids have a more anti-inflammatory, have more anti-inflammatory properties, so we like to see a little higher amounts of those than we had in the past. Um, now, fats serve as carriers for fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin A, vitamin D, E, and K, um, and in these fats, like I said, we we supply these essential fatty acids. Um, you may see the term linoleic acid, which is omega-6 fatty acids, 
and alpha-linolenic acid. Now, that's getting pretty scientific for you, but you may see those words that alpha-linolenic acid is omega-3 fatty acids. And like I said, these can't be synthesized by the body. Um, the omega-3 fatty acids control the inflammatory response in the body um, and have uh, we've shown them to have positive health benefits. Um, and I won't say that omega-6 fatty acids cause inflammation or inflammatory properties, but we, we talked about them as a pro-inflammatory pro marker, and I kind of look at it like when a bee stings you and you get that red welt to get rid of that stinger, you really need to have that pro-inflammatory response um, but in our horse feeds, we're really trying to get more of those omega-3 fatty acids so that we can, you know, as our horses are exercising, we know that they're in, and exercise causes the body to be in more of an inflamed state. So perhaps for the pasture ornament horse that really doesn't do a lot except, you know, keep us happy because we get to go out and feed them every day, the balance of omega-3 versus omega-6 fatty acids isn't as crucial as, say, for an elite-level endurance horse or a jumper or a western cutting horse um, that are exercising a lot, and we do know that they're in that kind of inflamed state. Um, also, with joint issues, I always try and feed a higher omega-3 fatty acid type um, supplement or feed. Um, we really don't have the exact requirements for these essential fatty acids and nor even the exact ratio that hasn't been established. Um, so we're really going on a lot of human research um, and, and really that's all, all we can go on. And yet there is a lot of st research that's been done on, down in Florida um, looking at the different relationships, but to date we don't have exact requirements. Um, other research, equine research, has actually looked at omega-3 supplementation on um, in breeding stallions and semen quality and its ability to come back uh, from being chilled or frozen. Uh, feeding high amounts of omega-3 fatty acids has been shown to increase the uh, sperm, motility, etc. Not as important for your jumping horse, but that's just a little side. Um, and also improving milk composition, uh, feeding omega-3s to pregnant mares uh, with either flaxseed or fish oil really changed the fatty acid composition of, of the milk, just another little side. Um, cereal grains such as corn, oats, um, sunflowers and safflower, those kinds of grains contain... Um, much higher levels of, say, omega-6 fatty acids than the omega-3 fatty acids. Um, soybean oil, canola oil, even rice bran oil have higher amounts of omega-3s um, and are lower in omega-6s than, than something like a corn oil. I always say that flaxseed oil is the highest plant form of omega-3 fatty acids followed closely, well, not that closely, but canola, soybean oil, and then down rice bran oil, um, kind of in, the, in that order. That's why I generally recommend a, a soybean oil. Um, flaxseed oil can be quite expensive, and if you're feeding large, large amounts of it, palatability becomes decreased, but if you're really looking for that anti-inflammatory property, then flaxseed oil. So fish oil is really the highest and better quality omega-3 fatty acid, but it's very difficult to get horses to eat large amounts of fish oil. It's, um, 
you know, doesn't have the greatest flavor or smell. And um, but some the companies developing these products have um, overcome that. I, I say they add de-stinkers and they add a lot of flavoring to the products, which can make them a little bit more co- costly. Um, but if we're really looking for high amounts of omega threes, those those products are on the market. Um, so absolutely critical that your horse gets both omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, especially if your horse is exercising heavily. Um, Even I found with horses that um, get a lot of hives, this was just some cases that I worked with with some Morgans that were getting a lot of hives and had skin allergies, and we put them on a diet of uh, high amounts of omega-3. I think we had them on a high flaxseed supplement and um, also vitamin E, and that really seemed to help with that kind of inflammatory response. The whole body was in this kind of inflamed state because of these, um, these, these hives. We didn't really work out what was causing them, but we were certainly able to, to decrease the risk. Now, as I said, they're both really important, and I have read some lay literature that really freaked people out about omega-6 fatty acids. They will not make your horse inflame in front of your eyes. They certainly won't cause your horse to have more inflammation. But what we want to try and do is increase the amount of omega-3 fatty acids in our diet. Don't forget about omega-6s because they're both essential. The horse absolutely needs both of them. So that's really what I'd leave the listeners with. They're both very important, but if you have that highly exercising horse or a horse that um, is in somewhat of an inflammatory state or has joint issues, then feeding a supplement or a feed that has higher amounts of omega-3 fatty acids. So we'd be looking at ingredients like flaxseed, flaxseed oil, soybean, soybean meal, um, or even looking at a fish oil supplement um, as being the best for increasing the omega-3 content of the horse's diet. This is an ongoing research field, and hopefully in the future we'll have more and more research. But as of yet, there are no actual requirements and no established ratio for omega-3 versus omega-6 fatty acids, which is kind of um, working on human research, but they're both absolutely critical. Wonderful. All right. Well, good advice as always in our nutritional tips with Dr. Tanya Kubik. Thank you so much, and we'll see you back around uh, in a couple of weeks' time. I'm sure you've got some more ideas up your sleeve. You're never short of ideas for these tips, Tanya. No, no, I, I have lots of different ideas. Uh, I travel a lot, and I constantly ask different different things, different questions um, by different people, and there are some common threads. Um, I think next time we'll talk about feeding the senior horse. Uh, there is a lot of controversy over feeding the senior horse, um, and I have some, some tips for actually determining if your horse is even senior because just because he's gray or 20 years old may not necessarily mean he is nutritionally senior. So uh, that's what we'll talk about next time. That's a good point. I, just before you go, I wanted to pick t- picking up on the oils you were talking about just then. You know, something that I've fed my dogs since the day they were born is a squirt of uh, a flaxseed oil in their evening feed. 
perfect. They yep. get, they get, they've had this since they, since literally, all their lives, and I just, you know, cover their, they love it too. Um, but it's good not only, and everyone comments on how good their coats look. Of course, it's good for their coats, it's good for their joints, isn't it? It certainly is, yep. I have a lot of do- people that have horses that also squirt the horse oil into their dog food, just as you as you suggested, and it helps with coat, helps with skin condition, especially in this cold weather where our skin is really dry. But it also helps with joint problems and inflammation in the joints, definitely. I know. If only I could eat it myself, I just can't bring myself to eat as well. <laughs> this is a horrible story, but I once got given a... Um, capsule, uh, a vet wanted me to try a dog um, fish oil capsule and he said it really doesn't taste bad at all, it's got a peppermint flavour and it did have a peppermint flavour initially but later it did not So <laughs> <laughs> It reminds me when I was growing up Back in England, uh, my parents always made us have cod liver oil as kids, and it is about as disgusting a taste as you could... (laughs) I know they they since... I mean, in those days, this was after the war. I'm sorry, I'm giving my age away now, but they, of course, it was the liquid form. And you'd have these... I can see these bottles now (laughs) of cod liver oil, and I'm sure they they had the uh, best interest and health at heart, but, uh, of course, subsequent... the feeling of that sliding down your throat. Mm. Yeah, and, but of course, subsequently, the, they have come up with these, these tablet forms, the capsules, yes. <laughs> which I'm sure are far more palatable. But in those days, we didn't have those choices, and they, they were pretty awful. But on, on that note, um, <laughs> appreciate your advice on oils. They are essential to us. They certainly are. <laughs> All right, Tanya, look forward to catching up with you next time. Thank you so much. No problem. Well, thank you to Chris and to Dr. Tanya Cubitt for providing those nutrition tips here uh, every other week or so. We appreciate uh, allowing them, allowing us to be able to use them here on Horse Tip Daily. And, of course, you can listen to the rest of that episode. That's episode number 52 of the Jumping Radio Show, where she talked about the importance of horsemanship with BZ Madden and Kara Rather. And you can find that at jumpingradio.com, episode number 52. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 